surface. People up there, they get me nervous. All right, welcome to another Root Issues podcast, our first Root Issues podcast of 2023. Whoever thought this year would get here, 2023, like Mm. with anxious expectation, like let's get out of the 20s. Jesus isn't back yeah. yet, so yeah. well, a little disappointing, but I'm almost all Well, I know, but I mean, it's like, you know, just, you know, after that year that we called COVID, you know, it's like every year is another year further away yeah. from that year, you know. I think That's being good. a teacher has always been so hard for me to accept the years changing in yeah. January, like, because okay. I so live by the, like, school the with my kids, schedule. and yeah. like, that, makes sense. that yeah. was my life. It's been my life forever, but it's a new year, so. It's a new year. According to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> It's not for teachers. Teachers are like, oh, we're not even halfway through. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'm here, Chris, back from surgery on crutches, hey. and I got Luke and Steve and Alyssa here, mm-hmm. and we're going to jump in, and as our track said, we want to go deeper, and we want to kind of talk about personal experiences, personal understanding, as we're still in the awesome This Is Love series out of First John, and man, this one got deep. This one got like, when I listened to it, I was at home producing the service from the online viewer side and yeah it was really just insightful just a great new way to start the year so if you haven't queued that one up you can find it on our youtube channel but we're going to start off with 60 seconds who wants to go first raise a hand all right luke's going to go first all right so the title for this one was god's assignment for us Mm -hmm. and i loved all the mission impossible elements in there that i just love mission impossible so all right luke you got 60 seconds starting now so I love I love the quote you had, Steve. It's um, if you don't have a target, you'll you'll miss every time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I have so many targets for my business, for myself physically, for for things I want to accomplish in this world, right? And then I thought, I'm like, what are my spiritual goals? What are my spiritual targets? Yeah. I don't really have any. And so it's just like a big revelation of like, we have all these things in the world that we're we're wanting to achieve. And Jesus is just kind of thing that we you know, we incorporate them in everything stuff. But like, do we have targets and places where we want to get to them? Because yeah. there's all these millionaires and billionaires that have these crazy. They like look at three years in the future, mm-hmm. look in your head. Where do you want to be? Yeah. Journal every day on how you get there, and also journal like if I don't get there, this is what's going to happen to me, yeah. right? And so we should do that with God too. But I think we don't do it. So that's just kind of what I got out of it. I got to start yeah. doing that. All right. All right. Awesome. That was very personal. Good job. All right, Lee. <laughs> right, going deeper. Back some layers over there. All right, peeling back the onion. All right. Let's go, Alyssa. Okay. Um, yeah, I, the question really hit me, how do you wake up in the morning? Because uh, I think immediately that was something I kind of thought of before the hearing uh, the sermon Sunday for my new year, you know, resolution or goal or whatever, because I have young kids. And so they're always waking me up in the morning. And it's just such Mm -hmm. a life suck when the first thing you open your eyes to is like a three-year-old standing there saying they're hungry or they poop their pants or they are wet or who knows. So it's like, how early do I have to get up to like, you know, 
<laughs> overcome that <laughs> as the first obstacle. But it is so important. And I'm curious, like, how other moms do it and make it work. Like, we all have this vision of, like, sitting with coffee in front of a fire or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that day's coming. I know. <laughs> it just feels so far away. Far away. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think dialoguing about that and challenging each other was a really good thing for you to bring up. And, all right. Yeah. And you're out of time. All right, Steve, let's go. 60 seconds. Yeah, I would, uh, I think with Alyssa, I just, this all week, just kind of, uh, God kept bringing me back to uh, his assignment, and that begins with my first waking thoughts, first thoughts in the morning, and uh, you know, just everything circled around. You know, we were in First John chapter 5, one, verses 1 through 12, uh, and this kind of exhortation, right, to start every morning aligning with God's assignment for you, uh, that God has an assignment for us, um, and it's very personal. Purpose is kind of a big, lofty thing. Assignment is something very personalized, and it begins with uh, belief, right, um, building our faith up. Faith, loving God, loving one another, obeying God, right, and then overcoming the world, so uh, that's a pretty lofty uh, thing. Overcome the, the world. world. How's, how are we going to do that? And those, the belief, love, and obedience is, is uh, part of laying the foundation so we can do that. But that's God's expectation for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Here I go. Overcome the world. I'm just going to pick up off of where you left because that really hit me like that is the assignment. And so then I kind of started thinking about it and processing. And I'm like, well, through Jesus, I have already overcome the world. So I've completed my assignment. So I'm done. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but it is, it's like, you know, like, you know, and so when I started thinking about it, it's like, okay, so overcome the world, but you know, I got to break that down because that, that's a big one. Like I could spend my whole life just trying to figure out exactly how that assignment plays out versus saying, okay, what does he call me to do? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, like, do I love my wife unconditionally? Always. Do I love my children? Am I a good steward of my time and my work? And so, like, breaking it down in the smaller things that he has asked us to do. And, I mean, we are talking about love. This is love series. And so that is probably one of the weakest places that I am. Like, how do I express my love? How do I show my love? And so I've kind of started, like, taking that. That's where I'm going right now. I'm going to love. And then I'm out of time. All right, so who wants to jump in? Well, what's the first thing you want to jump in on? I guess I is the know. question. I mean, you know. Well, how do you wake up in the morning? Yeah. Okay. That's a great <laughs> one. Usually it's, you know, I try to wake up at the same time every day. Um, and I what, try, time, what time is that? 6.30 to 7. Nice. Okay. Um, and I, I, I'm going to do the yearly Bible this year, but yeah. the previous year I would just get my Bible app and like close my eyes and pick a random verse and just start reading. <laughs> oh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> and honestly, like, you know, most days it was just like kind of a check off thing. Like, okay, I read the Bible. Let's keep going. Yeah. And some days I'm really just like, I read it and I am still for a little bit, but you know, the phone's always there to be like, okay, yeah, here's all the things you got to do. Here's things you, that mm-hmm. can, you know, take your hours away. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's one of the biggest things in our world is there's so many things that take us away from the God's assignment, right? It's yeah. so many easy things to take you from the thing that really matters to mm-hmm. other things that, you know, Satan assigns us essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I know. I just feel like the phone is a big suck for a lot of people, mm-hmm. for yeah. me especially, because it's right there on the bedside table. And it so was, it's what like, wakes you up in the morning, um, right? The yeah. alarm. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I have to have it for my alarm. I actually did get an alarm clock thinking like, oh, maybe I could That's put okay. the phone over there. You could. But then I got so annoyed of having to like get up. 
when I'd hear it vibrate or whatever. <laughs> it's like it's back. I have put it on the floor, like charging like far away from the yeah. bed. So I have to, to turn it off. I have to get out of bed and like turn it okay, off. Okay, that helps. Otherwise you just lay good in bed tip. for a while. And, like, no, the daily yeah. audio Bible is a really good thing. And yeah. I, I started that again this morning because you can just listen to it and you don't need to be like, you know, looking totally. or distracted by anything it can still be dark if like Carson's still asleep but yeah it was amazing like how just starting listening to the word and mm. what you know Brian yeah. the guy that runs it had to say about what we had read um shifted my mindset like in making yeah. breakfast and things I had way more of a thankful heart like than yeah I think I would have if I had started with my calendar weather yeah. Instagram and you know for me that the, the day really begins you start really preparing yourself the next day the night of you think yeah. you think of the next oh you're day, one like, of those people what, <laughs> what is my purpose yeah. this is why i'm going to get up in the morning this is what yeah. i have to get done yeah and that really just when your eyes open you autom- I automatically think of those things and it yeah. gives me a purpose to get up because mm-hmm. otherwise i'm just like well i guess there's not much going on today i'm just going to keep laying yeah. right so waking yeah. up with purpose i think is super important i think that's why so many people don't get out of bed and have a terrible life because they don't yeah. have a purpose to get up, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. my dad's told me too. He's like, I'm just so thankful that I can get up out of bed in the morning. He's the same age as like Chris and Steve. Hey, hold on that. Hey, hold on that. Hey, he's yeah. very young yeah. to be my dad. But um, I was like, yeah, that is a really good perspective. Like he's just always so grateful that he doesn't have any like serious health, you know, ailments or whatever that prevent him from even just being able to get up be healthy and, and get yeah. up here. Yeah. And Chris, I've loved what you said is like, yeah. when, before you go to bed, you're like, am I good with God? Do you want yeah. to elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, I do start my night, like, you know, just every night before I go to sleep, I just check in with God. Like, God, are we good? Mm-hmm. And if God gives me a thumbs up, then I'm like, okay, the world's in his hands. I'm good with him. And I'm going to go to sleep. If I get a middle or a thumbs down, then, you know, there have been those morning or nights where I'm like, hey, Lane, I got to go. No, I got to go go sit under the stairs or sit in a chair and just journal or just have some time with God and kind of sort out what's been going on. And sometimes it can just be like, you know, he just replays my day and just says, you know, you know, work on this tomorrow. You know, your heart's getting hard here. And so it just kind of cues me in. Yeah, he gives me that assignment. So that way, whenever I do go to sleep, you know, it's, you know, it's just like, yeah, I've got a thumbs up from God. So I have that permission. And so, yeah, like, how do I wake up now, you know? So a buddy of mine, a, f- a friend, a member of Crossroads, gave my family some Sonos speakers. <laughs> Never heard of them before. Are they, they are so oh. cool. You know, because, you know, he was like, hey, we got these old ones. Do you want them? And I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, I wanted to give you first dibs. And so, yeah, like, you can set an alarm on that thing, and it wakes you up with music. So the whole house wakes up together to Well, no, music? no, no, no. Like, oh. we have a Sonos in our room. Oh. The girls have a Sonos in their room. And then Samuel has a Sonos in his room. And, you know, you can, everybody can be listening to Spotify and be listening to a different song. Yeah. It's huh. so cool because it's just like this great speaker. But I love waking up to music that gradually wakes us up. But when I did my shoulder surgery, I was off the charts. I had no schedule, no purpose, no function. And I watched a bunch of Avengers movies. Oh, you were entertained, yeah. Yes, and so this time I've like, I took the Monday of surgery and the Tuesday after surgery off, and said, okay, I can do whatever I want. But then after that, I've been on this really regimented schedule. So Elaine mm-hmm. and I wake up at the same time. I've got 
hour and a half blocks of things that I'm working on throughout the day. I'm working out upper body weights twice a day, doing my physical therapy on my leg three times a day because I just wanted to be into a rhythm. Mm -hmm. But this rhythm is also changing my old patterns of today I get up at four, tomorrow I get up at two, you know. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) You know, to where now I'm just going to be like on a steady rhythm, you know. And it it was one of those things God told me. He was like, wake up with your beloved. That's great. You know, now when I come here on Wednesdays to make the burritos, I got to get up a little earlier. But I want all those other days to wake up with my beloved. That's cool. Yeah, you know, and she gets up at six. So what about you, Steve? What motivates you in the morning? Yeah, the same thing. I tell you, if I don't have a plan, you know, yeah. um, if I don't have that mission, that assignment from God, <clears throat> that I'm kind of getting it. You know, when I go to bed that I'm anticipating waking up and engaging, <laughs> yeah. you know, God with, then, boy, I drift, you know. And it's, it's amazing, isn't it, just how slow, just like any discipline, anything, especially a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline, yeah. like your goal, whatever you want to say, or um, it can drift away yeah. so quickly if if we don't just stay on point. And, um, and, and, and it's, remember, it's moving past the discipline to delight. And yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. If totally. it just stays disciplined, then yeah. gosh, we just we get spiritually depressed and we mm-hmm. it fails, right? Yeah. We, we get burnout and it everything. It becomes a else. checklist thing, checklist yeah. or legalism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to move to delight, and that's where we have to engage God. Lord, this needs to be, you know, delight and and uh, so yeah, I think just that first thoughts. What is my mind going to? And I just have some things that I just you know they change. Yeah. But you know, one is Lord today. Let me let this. When I first come to consciousness, you know, <laughs> yeah. is I try to lit out of my mouth, let my thought be, Lord, let me just maximize this day for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me, um, you know, just, uh, overcome. Well, Lord, show me what overcoming the world yeah. looks like today. Um, you know, just kind of aligning, right, with his mm-hmm. promises, totally. with his mission, right, for uh, for us. And, uh, you know, in verse 4 of, of this First John chapter 5, right, it says, everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world what in the world does it mean you know it's a little overwhelming if my assignment (laughs) is to over and that's everybody yeah that's just this is the foundation to overcome the world today today i wake up i'm over what does Mm -hmm. it look like to overcome the world and we talked about obviously in chapter two of first john he he defines the world as right the pride of life right um Mm -hmm. in other words you said if you're gonna follow me deny yourself so what does it look like to deny myself serve others Mm -hmm. look through a uh, back to your thing of lo- how does it look like to serve my wife, you yeah. know, um, mm-hmm. to serve Michelle, love her and uh, affirm her. And same with the kids and others. Um, and the other was lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, right, he, he covered on the cross, he covered our sin. So back to what you were saying earlier, yeah. that's taken care of. Yeah. We're born of God, right? Mm-hmm. Because of those things, we are children of God. But it takes a lifetime, right, to take the flesh and put it to death. So he yeah. gives us the Holy Spirit to empower and inform us so that we might um, put our mind, our feelings, and our will in alignment with God's Word and with His will. Uh, and that takes a lifetime of discipleship, yeah. walking with mm-hmm. God, faithfulness through all the you know, seasons of life, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the parent, young yeah. parenting uh, life where it's like, wow, there's no margin to have yeah. quiet. Right. Yeah. Hard it to get excited pass. about getting out of bed. Right. Some days yeah. it's like it we're just pass. starting over again. And uh, yeah. you know, I think for Michelle now we just during that time, just to encourage you, 
I think it's just the little things, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah. it's just, okay, if I'm going to be with my child at night, I'm going to use this time to pray over them. Lord, yeah. I'm going to invite you into this time, whether mm-hmm. it's potty training, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. is Lord, I'm going to mm-hmm. invite you in this time. Let me, and it is a real challenge because that forces me to really be a person that's thinking about somebody. I'm denying a parent. Yeah. Has to de- if they're going to parent well, they have to in their especially in their day have to deny themselves completely, yeah. right? Same yeah. in our marriage, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Our relationship for sure. Yeah. Um, I thought the in I think it's verse three before it gets to the part about overcoming the world. Um, to obey his commands and his commands are not burdens. Yes. I was like, well, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's really heavy. Yeah. So that was kind of a hard one. Um. For me, because I do feel like sometimes the commands feel like a burden, mm-hmm. but you have to have that reminder. That's like the starting over fresh every day. Yeah. Speaking the gospel to yourself. Like. So like what, like what is a, com- how to define, help, help us understand that. How, how for you are the commandments of God burdensome? Well, I think being set apart, right? We're yeah. called to something different. And yeah. it's again, that like overcoming of the world, denying, Absolutely. being, you know, like normal part yeah. of it, um, it I, that's hard. I think the burden we carry is to love others even if they don't love us back, right? When yeah. That boils mm-hmm. down to it. And that's kind of been my, my New Year's resolution, kind of cliche, but it's, I think so many times the flesh, like it yearns, it's fearful of things and it wants to be comfortable, right? So we live out of fear and comfort. But I want, we want to change that to living out of love, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of like denying what your flesh wants, denying what you want. Yeah comfort and living out of love and i think that's what jesus's life really showed us is living out of love and not out of comfort so it's good no absolutely i mean you know and and you know you could qualify that as life in the spirit like when you feed the spirit and when you acknowledge the spirit your spirit holy spirit Mm -hmm. then everything's hitting on the right rhythm and your responses are right but it's like when the flesh keeps screaming at you that's you know, what it feels. You feel you. the burden. Yeah, you're yeah. feeling the burden. You're like, yeah. man, I really, I want to do that. And so then the yeah. reminder of like, oh wait, I don't have to do this on my own. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's the whole idea of you know carry your cross, right? Yeah, yeah. The cross, and that is a burden. Mm-hmm. But Jesus didn't do it out of his own strength; he did it with God. And I think mm-hmm. because he had God, it wasn't maybe a burden. I don't know. That's just kind of a thought that came. Yeah, out, yeah. But. I think for me, I just. That was kind of heavy because 2022 was a rough year. I mean, like I had a miscarriage. Both my sisters moved away. You know, I just felt like I was stripped of so many things that I felt really secure and like Mm -hmm. solid in. And so it's been a lot of rediscovery of like, what am I, where is my foundation at? Like, God, meet me here. Um, so I'm just hoping in 2023, it won't be so much of the dredges. It'll be more of that, like reawakening of like, it's not all burden, like, you know, stick in the thankfulness, stick in the grace, like, yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I think it's encouraging uh, for us that the burdensome, uh, that, you know, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary, burdened, yeah. you know, heavily burdened, is that this, when he says that his commandments are not burdensome, mm-hmm. the burden specifically is when I start to think that obeying those commands is going to earn me something. Absolutely. Right? Oh, I'm earning my salvation. His commandments are hard. He yeah. asks us to do hard stuff. Yeah. Like you're saying, yeah. go through suffering and, mm-hmm. and tough stuff in life. 
you know, leaning into him. And, uh, but, but, but in our obedience to his commands, it's not burdensome in the sense that, you know, Jesus told the Pharisees, they, burn, they set burns upon yeah. people, all these legalistic, mm-hmm. detailed things you got to do to hopefully please God. Please right? God, yeah. That's taken care of for us, mm-hmm. right? In the sense of now, Lord, you're you're there, and you you know, uh, the grace of God, right, yeah. and the love of God is is there. And so, uh, I know that the, the the war is won by Jesus, as such, yeah. right? And so, in the heat of the battle of parenting and and everything else, <clears throat> we can uh, call upon Him again, the Spirit to come and fortify us, right? yeah. even in the midst of uh, of all that. And but it's hard; the commands are hard. Hard, hard, like you said, right? Yeah. We're separating our, they, they, uh, we're, we're called to be separate from the world, and First John says the world and everything in it is passing away. Right? Yeah. And so this idea of overcoming, right, is learning to live, setting our our expectations, ultimate mindset, yeah, mindset yeah. on the things above, not right. the things on this earth. And so that what happens on this earth, right, should we should move in that direction where it doesn't rock our world? Yeah, totally. Because we know that. Or obviously, we're in the hands of our Lord. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, like, you know, the obedience and obeying his commands is a response of love. It's not a response of duty to please, right. you know. And so then it is. It's like, you know, how do you develop that relationship with God to where you're just falling more in love with him every day? Yes. You know, and then, yes, it's not burdensome. When I think about, like, and everybody in this room on this side of the table, you can't see the table, but on my right, Luke, us three, we can say, like, okay, so remember when you were submitting by your current spouse, how doing anything and everything for them was never burdensome. Right. Because you, know, you were just so taken by them. You were yeah. so deeply in love with them. Then, you know, and then, you know, time fades, and you're like, really? You want me to get you water? I mean, you got two legs. Get your own water. Gosh. You know, and and so yeah, and then like you know, when you have your first child, your newborn, you just want to do so much for him, you want to love him. Then the second, and the third, and then the fourth come, and the fourth manages themselves. Yeah, right. Like if you had a camera on your fourth child, you can see like they can conquer the world. <laughs> what about at a three? <laughs> at three, they're making their own omelets. But but yeah, but there's that like, can you fall in love with God more and more every day? And when you talk about like listening to you know the audio Bible, when you listen to His Word, when you read His Word, it's a wooing song to mm-hmm. our soul that says I love you yeah and then you feel more my gosh I do I love him back mm-hmm. and so obedience is not a requirement of duty yeah. right it's a response to love mm-hmm. so yeah it's good well and it's really encouraging too because like the whole mis- mission impossible like we have a mission impossible yes. right but we know it's not only possible, but it's already been achieved Cheap, in a yeah. sense, right? So it's mm-hmm. almost like watching Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise. You know he's going to yeah. live through He's going to make it. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Unless they pull the James Bond where yeah, true. Yeah, so <laughs> 07 got not, killed in the end. Why not take those what? crazy steps, yeah. right? You, yeah. you know he's not. So take those crazy steps. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take those them. steps of yeah. faith. Step out with God. Well, the yeah. worst thing happen, you die. You know. So what? Well, I feel like that was so dangerous, though, for me, like having grown up in youth, a strong youth group and like yeah. young life and stuff, because you'd hear people's testimonies and then you'd be like, oh, well, they made it through that. So like, let loose a bit in college or like, <laughs> no, we're not talking about letting loose. No, but I'm just saying like you do have, it's, I forget. Maybe well, it was Michelle go, said about like you're still adding rocks to your backpack. Know, you know, crazy. like yeah, you can go cool. ahead and do all those things yeah. with the knowledge that God's covering you and you are forgiven. Totally, yeah. But like 
those things still are going to have an effect. Sure. Yeah. yeah and, and I think that's an important point is, is that not to fault the cheap grace. That, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's done so I can yeah. go do what I, and Paul says, I don't use grace, right? To mm-hmm. make a, a yeah. you know, to, uh, to approve of sin or something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're to use that grace to take yeah. greater steps of faith and risk. Faith is risk mm-hmm. for yeah. God, right? Stepping Absolutely. out for him, like, like mission impossible. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, trusting God in the midst of, of those things, right? Yeah. yeah. I think people use worldly love as the same excuse as like a yeah. cheap grace. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you Absolutely. know, well, I'm not going to do the hard thing or the controversial thing because yeah. Yeah. I can say it's out of love that I'm mm-hmm. being well, accepting. There's so many examples out in the Bible, right? Like David kind of like following God's heart, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. all of a sudden, because it happens to all of us at some point, we yeah. veer off and you can mm-hmm. see, yeah. like he probably knew he would be fine. But you can see the consequences of that. Yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't mean, because, yeah, I think a lot of people are like, well, I guess I'm forgiven. I can, this is kind of like a freebie on this world. Yeah. I can kind of go do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. But God's will for your life is always going to be better. I think that's so hard for people to understand. It's yeah. like, yeah. you do these things, they seem cool and fun now. But when you look back on it, it's going to be like mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, when you think about it, like, you know, one of the questions that came to me was like, what are God's goals for me? Like, if he's got assignments for me to overcome the world, then he's probably got goals for me, things that I should need to tap into. So have any of y'all ever just, like, asked God, like, what are your goals? What are, The way I like to phrase it is, I know what my top ten are for me. Like, okay, I need to work on this, I need to do this, and I need to do this. But then I'll take my top ten and I'll write them down, and then I'll go ask God. God, what are your, what's your top ten things that you think I should work on? And they never overlap. Yeah, hmm. I, I always ask for his will, right? Uh-huh. But I think that's what I said in the beginning. Like, I lack that, like, okay, maybe I know my will, but, like, what are the steps to get there? Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. working on asking God, yeah, like, what are the things I need to, yeah. not need to do, but what what should I pursue to get to that point? Yeah. So I think yeah. that's something I need to work on for sure. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, you know, and he's really specific with me, like, very knife cutting. <laughs> yeah. So when I yeah. did, like, an activity with the third and fourth graders this past Sunday of, like, uh-huh. New Year's resolution goals kind of yeah. things, things we're praying for in 2023, they were all really stumped about that. And it was coming back to, like, well, what are you good at? What are some things, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like God is, like, you know, gifted blessed you with, you with or yeah. gifted you with? And then what are some things that, I mean, you're not so good at that are hard for you? Yeah. And then how can you use the things you're good at to help you? You know, absolutely do better in the maybe not so easy things yeah. for this mm-hmm. next year. It was really interesting. The kids were super introspective about it. It was cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, when you when you think about goals, like you know, just thinking back to your life, like how often did you st- did you tune in to like God's goals for you, Steve? Yeah, I think what you said is so important, right? I think for me, just this idea here on Sunday, God's assignment, you know, yeah. start every morning lining with God's yeah. assignment for you, which uh, the Bible is very clear that his will for us is our sanctification, that mm-hmm. we would uh, we would believe, right, that we learn to love him and love others, and yeah. we would obey his commandments, and so we can overcome the world. And what I've seen throughout life is that... Um, we shouldn't. There's nothing wrong with ambition as long yeah. as that ambition and those goals are mm-hmm. brought under, as you said, under his his main mission. And what I've seen in my own life is when I f- work on the foundation of those things, of the commands of God, 
um, when that is a is a solid foundation, um, and I think what Luke was talking about as far as spiritual goals, mm-hmm. right, it, lining up with Lord, I want to experience that your your yeah. command in the Word, right, to be holy, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, um, more loving, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is that the, it's amazing how if, when that is there's obedience there. Mm-hmm then God just, there's a flow that happens, right, with yeah. the rest of, of things I want to do, that mm-hmm. I come to him, just like David's heart. He, you know, God gave him what he asked for, yeah. build a temple. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, is because he was lining his heart up foundationally already with yeah. what God has revealed in his word. Oh. So I, I think so many times we, and we've all been there, right, where we're asking God to do something, give us mm-hmm. some insight, give us a mission, but we're not being obedient to what he's already told us. Yeah. And that's, we know the scripture absolutely says that, no, he's, if you are not, obeying him right mm-hmm. if you're not pursuing that right yeah. is that to bring this other whole bless this you know he's not going to bring clarity to totally. other aspects right of our life mm-hmm. i think a lot of times like we always think of the big things right like yeah. okay if i have a gun pointed to my head and someone asks me do you believe in jesus i'm going to say yes right yeah <laughs> but maybe before we think about those scenarios we should think about okay I, I might be willing to die for him. I, I will figure that out when it happens, right? Yeah. But am I willing to live for him right now? Because I yeah. think so many people are like, yeah, I'll die for Jesus. But mm-hmm. <laughs> are, you, are you willing to live for him? Because I think that's almost harder, right? Yeah, at times, yeah. yeah. Like, no, just picking up and saying, okay, today is his when I've got so many things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my biggest favorite things, you know, and anybody can hold me accountable to this, was, you know, when I was going through the top ten, you know, never on my schedule, or on my radar, but, you know, he was like, you can no longer defend yourself. I was like, say what? No, I'm very good at that. I'm very, very good at that, God. I can defend myself against anything. And he's like, no, you're not allowed. It's illegal. And so, yeah, and so that was like one of the biggest transitions in my life and how I saw myself and how I lived and how I responded to everything and how I communicated about everything and changed relationships. And so it was really powerful, you know, because, I mean, it's like, I could always, I was Bart Simpson, wasn't me, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody else. And yeah. I would defend myself. And, you know, even I would defend myself when I didn't have to defend myself when nobody was accusing me. But I, my response was always defense mm-hmm. and tone and body language and attitude. And then, you know, I mean, yeah, he, he would just pound me in my journaling time and make me write like on a chalkboard almost, it seemed like. But he was just reprogramming like that he defends me. Yeah, it's good. And yeah. so, yeah. It's like where Peter cuts off the ear, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puts yeah. back on, like, we don't need that right now. Yeah, we don't need that right now. <laughs> Stop defending yourself. But I'm yeah. good at it. I thought it was a spiritual gift. <laughs> yes. You know. You know. Well, anybody got some other stuff I want to throw out? Because, I mean, I got it like. I'm just so curious how this is all going to end. Like, we've been in this for so long. Because next, next week, I think, is our last uh, weekend, First John. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got to come up because we're going to do, yeah. we'll do one week on, uh, yes, one more week on First John, and yeah. then we'll do one week on Second John and one week on Third John. Okay. Very rarely do you hear about those two little books. Yeah, yeah I know. They're no, so totally small. Totally cool. Me, you know. And then we're off to uh, a new series on uh, not just human. Not so just human. Dive hey. in. Yeah. Being Talk about my sleep patterns. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond human, yeah. baby. Um, so what happens... Let's just go around. What happens when you don't accept the mission God has given you for that day? Ooh. Personal. Well, you probably turn into Solomon. 
which is not good. Because <laughs> you know, I, I I just thought of that because you know yeah. Solomon he had such a clear mission for his life and a way yeah. to like build the temple. This is yeah. your destiny, right? And all these other things. And then once he got distracted from it, yeah. Once he took his eyes away from it, and you can look at Peter too. I was asking the water. about you. About me? Yeah, you. <laughs> well, I, I think you? something similar would happen, right? Yeah. I would I would sink. I'd probably drown, and maybe it wouldn't be as obvious to people around me. But yeah, spiritually, yeah, and slowly that decays into your your human life and i guess i think we we all do it in small ways i just hope i never do it in a big way to where i i get too far down yeah so yeah there's like huge consequences i feel like in my world right now because my mission is raising children absolutely mother right now and like even over christmas i was really sick with the flu and like in bed for two days and remember coming downstairs like after that second day (laughs) yeah when I was feeling like well enough to make it and I just like almost started crying because they were, I mean, Carson did a great job watching all the kids and he wasn't feeling well either, but it was like a disaster. Everybody was crying, hungry stuff everywhere. And I was just like, I had to go back upstairs, (laughs) you know, cause yeah, but I think for me, it's the mindset. Like I'll, I have to just keep going and keep Mm -hmm. doing things. But if I choose not to do it with, my eyes set on things of above. Yeah. It's a mentality. I really felt that this last year. Yeah. Like, oh, woe is me, depressed, yes. you know, that worldly, like, I just need a break, you know, like, yeah. And then that break isn't enough unless yeah. it has to do with. I know. And I mean, you know, you hear about it so much, felt. like the battlefield is in the mind. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. lose that mental perspective, then yeah, you just escalate like i mean i can say for me like whenever i know what god's mission is for that day or even just uh the 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 mission of like love people chris but i just choose to be selfish that day man it just falls apart mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, like are you battling for yourself or you yeah i'm just battling for myself i want to go i go back into old patterns that i can sure. identify as far as defending my defending myself and things like that and so there is this perspective of do you want to keep moving forward from where you are now then you have to take the next mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think just the flesh takes over. Yeah. Right? We, we, we can just go through the, start going through the motions right? yeah. if we don't engage, and especially in ministry. You just yeah. get into the motions, and, and you know these three things, the assignment for John 5, believe, love, and obey, then overcome yeah. the world. But belief is my mind. Yeah. Love is my affection, my heart. O- obedience is my will. Yeah. That's the core of our soul that makes up the soul. And we can do good things, even yeah. in the flesh, totally. my thinking, my belief, mm-hmm. even, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and we just leave the spirit behind. So yeah. we get yeah. through a day, and um, and honestly, this is this is what spiritual burnout is all yeah. about. Yeah. It's, totally. it's day after day of that, where you might be doing the right things, might yeah. even be studying the Bible, knowing the right things, mm-hmm. yeah. but there isn't that vibrant reality of the affection of God, knowing yes. his presence mm-hmm. and experiencing his power, yeah. right, and his, his very personal word to you. It would almost be like just listening to morality and like obeying morality instead yeah. of like listening and obeying God. Yeah, totally. Okay. okay. Totally. Cool. No, I love it. And yeah, we'll we'll leave you with that. Believe, love, and obey and overcome the world. So how Mission can impossible. you make that but possible. Mission Impossible but that is possible? <laughs> and so, yeah. So we thank you for tuning in to This Root Issues. If you ever have any questions or comments, shoot them our way at rootissues at ccaspen.com. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this midweek jolt. I need to get below the
the surface.